0: The Kashmir Files released on the 11th of March, 2022. It will be two months soon. What we received in the last two months included a lot of empathy from common citizens across the globe. There was an outpouring of emotion. There was an outpouring of affection. There was an outpouring of support. But unfortunately, with that, we also had what one could look at call as toxicity, especially if we read certain foreign media portals. What has been published there in the guise or form of reviews are opinion pieces which are far from truth. That has caused us even more trauma than the 32 years of delayed justice have. we decided that Global Kashmiri Pandit Diaspora, that is the originator of this project, The Kashmir Files, and that has uh, been the intellectual partner of this movie, we, along with the filmmaker, would address you all to talk about our concerns. Because otherwise, how we have been unheard all this while, we would continue to remain so. So today, we have about, have amongst our midst, Mr. Vivek Agni Hothri, uh, the rock star filmmaker, globally renowned, a best-selling author, speaker and more. We have uh, Mrs. Pallavi Joshi Agnihotri, the producer of the movie, an acclaimed actress. We have Dr. Shafalika Bhan Kotwal, she is a medical health professional and she is the Europe coordinator of Global Kashmiri Pandit Diaspora. And we have Shri Utpal Kaul, who is the international coordinator of Global Kashmiri Pandit Diaspora. So uh, the format of today's press conference will be that there will be the each member of the panel will address you all, and thereafter the floor will be open for question and answers. Over to you, Vivekji.
1: Thank you, thank you, Dimple, thank you everybody. Welcome everybody. Good evening. It's so wonderful. It's a delight to see uh, such wonderful people here, uh, and thanks for coming at such a short notice. Uh, actually, this was not the intent of the original press conference. Uh, since the film released uh, almost two or three weeks after the film when it really became a historical success a lot of foreign correspondents wanted to talk to me and so they contacted uh, Global Kashmiri Pandit Diaspora and they wanted to hold a press conference at uh, Foreign Correspondents Club since I was travelling I was committed and there was no time before the third of May. the president of foreign Correspondents club called me and he was insisting that we do it as soon as possible. They wanted to do it last month, but I was not free. So therefore fifth of May was decided and only after a uh, lot of discussions, we confirmed it and a very senior Z executive flew down specifically for this, met him, worked out all the logistics and the monies were paid, all receipts were taken. Manoj Raghuvanshi ji is here, without his reporting in 1990, we wouldn't have known anything about Kashmir genocide. So it's a great honour. Uh, one of those brave, courageous journalists I'm proud of. Day before was the World, Free, uh, uh, World Press Freedom Day. On that day, I got a call from the president. In fact, they gave a call to Z and they put me on a, a conference call. And he said that this needs to be canceled because some major media players, international media players, I want to underline the word international. And during this course, whenever I talk about media, I am focusing only on international media. I have nothing to say against uh, our own media. Uh, These people put their foot down and they said they will not allow anybody who talks about Kashmir genocide inside that campus. And they threatened to do an en masse resignation. He told me since we are talking freely and honestly, I don't want to hide any fact and I am not a very politically correct person, you know by now. He categorically mentioned three names, New York Times, Al Jazeera, and Bloomberg. There are a couple of more names which emerged later on. Yesterday, between the course of these two days, some members of Foreign Correspondent Club have also put it on social media in different posts, the names of the people, it's for anybody to see. And it is really unfortunate that this anti-f- anti-free anti speech, anti-truth activity took place in a government-owned a government-owned uh, swanky bungalow or whatever that place is, that club. And just for your information, this property is right in front of the Supreme Court, which is the highest temple of justice. And the film... The Kashmir files its theme is right to justice and it was denied uh, the press conference which was initiated by the Foreign Correspondence Club. And also it happened on the World Press Freedom Day. Same day they also published lots of reports how India's uh, press freedom index is going down. And it gives me reason to believe that is a propaganda. In fact the Freedom of press is curbed by the international press, at least in my case. The reason I'm here is to discuss two things with you. That what this film has achieved for India, and I am only talking specifically about India. We are, I'm a film professional, you are a media professional, but before that, above that, we are Indians. And I have reasons to believe and there is a very very clear cut obvious design that some agenda driven media, international media houses who are actually political activists how they are trying to interfere in India's politics and dictate their terms and how they are threatening India's sovereignty it is for everyone to see. I have told you a few names before this. This film, actually people who do not do research, for them this film released on 11th of March. But in reality, we started screening this film in November last year in US and it was open forum, it was not, by, uh, it was not restricted, anybody could see it and we showed it in 16 different cities and every single city have offices of these Five, six media, uh, global media players. We invited them, we begged them, we pleaded. We literally begged to come and see the film and report the genocide of Kashmiri Hindus. None of them came. But when the film, after its release in four or five weeks, it became a historical success. When the whole world started talking about it. When the blacks whites jews hispanics asians yes pakistanis israelis indonesians when all of them started writing good things about this film or making videos on youtube and everywhere they realized that it was denting their narrative and that's when i thought they conspired because one after the another i can name all of them i have I reply only on voice recordings these days just to safeguard myself. One after another, within seven, eight days, almost every major player who malign India's image internationally without checking out the truths, started calling me. And the line of question was only hindu Muslim. Nobody, not even one bothered to ask me that all those victims who you have interviewed can be talked to anyone. Not even one tried to ask me the facts I have shown are right or wrong. There were no line of question which was related to the film. They had only two words and I have all of them as evidence if the need be I can make them public. Only two things they talk about. Muslims and Modi. And which gives me clear, clear reason to believe that they are agenda driven. And whatever reply you give them, they don't care. Ultimately, they just pick up one word or one line and they put it there and you are wrongly presented. And all these articles, right from Time to BBC to Al Jazeera, to CNN, to The Economist, have not spoken about the film. They have not reviewed the film. In fact, they have tried to say why this film is being made at all. The people who failed to report the genocide are upset with the film being made on the genocide. And they don't have the guts to ask the same questions to Mr. Spielberg Spielberg, who made Schindler's List. So, I want to tell you that under this design, under this conspiracy, our press conference was canceled. I was advised not to speak about it. I was told by a very, very senior journalist who I respect a lot. He said, if you do that, everybody will get united. And the same thing happened with uh, Press Club of India. After confirming everything, they also canceled last evening. So I just want to bring a couple of things to your notice. There are three, four major allegations against this film, which are coming from these major agenda-driven uh, foreign media players. Number one, they, in all their articles, they write, this is a piece of fiction. And they write, this is a piece of fiction because it is in our disclaimer. In fact, The Time has falsely reported that the film begins with a disclaimer which says, this is a piece of fiction. I want you to understand this design. The disclaimer is here in front of me. CBFC certified. And we showed this CBFC certified disclaimer everywhere in the world where we have shown the film. The first line of it begins like this. This film is based on true incidents as recorded in video testimonials of the victims of Kashmir genocide. It goes on to say to respect the dead and the victims families. We have changed the name and timelines. It is a very ethical thing to do. All responsible filmmakers do that. If you see some of the greatest true stories, you hide the names. In the end, there is a technical line which Indian courts force you to put. CBFC forces you to put. It is not out of choice, which says that filmmaker does not take any responsibility for any kind of inaccuracy. And this is assumed from them that it's a fictional story. And since it's reported in time and all major, these five, six usual suspects, therefore some people, genocide deniers, people who want to cancel this genocide story have gone and also vandalized the Wikipedia page and they have rewritten this film is based, it's a fictional story. Muslim police officers dying in Kashmir is a true story. Not even one Kashmiri Pandit family living in Kashmir today is a fake story. This is the narrative they are trying to create. It's for you to judge why it is being done. With all due respect, something which all the governments, all the governments, I am underlining all the governments, All the civil societies. All human rights commissions. All empathy ambassadors. And especially these global media. Should have done. Which is. In any civilized society. To record. The testimonies of the victims. All the testimonies of Jew survivors. Were recorded. In every war. In any crime like this. The foreign media runs first. And they record testimonies of the victims, which everybody failed to do collectively to resource less filmmakers did. Today, we are the only people in the entire world who have testimonies of the surviving victims of Kashmiri Hindu genocide. And we are very proud of this. And they are very ashamed of this. And that's why it reflects their failure and they want to destroy the credibility of this film. Second biggest allegation against us is that this film is funded by the government of India. Of It's very hilarious. It's very childish. I shouldn't be answering it, but I want to. This film was in the making for last four years, not secretly, but openly. Every day's account, if you go to our social media posts of our I am Buddha and my own, it's all out. We have reported every single thing we did in the process of researching and making this film. In fact, The name of this film was crowdsourced. When we got this idea to make this film, I put out on social media that if you have any title, and this title actually has come from the people. Then we invited people to participate in the research process. A lot of research was crowdsourced. GKPD facilitated this entire research all over the world. We travel all over the world. Everybody knew about this film. Nobody alleged that this is government funded or government supported. The film became a historical success in the first four days. By Tuesday, this was undisputable that this film is going to create a history. Till then, not even one person said it's government supported. But on Wednesday, I think, I'm not right, Tuesday evening or Wednesday, The Prime Minister spoke about it in a different context. And suddenly it became government funded film. Now I want to ask this question. Was the genocide of 1990. Was it also funded by the current government. Why was that not reported. Which means. In India see it's very important. For you to understand before my film. At least seven to eight major, major films were made on Kashmir terrorism. And they, all big production houses, biggest of the stars, Fiza, Fana, I say it all the times, so I'm repeating once more Fiza, Fana, uh, Mission Kashmir. They'll say, Haider. And, and there are lots of 7, 8 films. Few I have cleared in CBFC. They were stuck for a long time. I have cleared them. Half Widows and these kind of films, uh, they were also cleared. So I'm not talking about smaller films, which, re- which go to film festivals. I'm talking about major films. All those films were set in the period of 90s, the troubled period between 85 to early 90s. None of them filmed, not even one film mentioned anything about Hindus, forget Hindu genocide, as if Hindus never lived in that land. If you pick up, if a foreigner picks up these eight films and watches them as a history lesson, they will never ever come to know that even one Hindu lived over there. And all the films justified terrorists. So I want to ask these great players like Time and New York Times, when they praise these films, were these films sponsored by terrorists? Would you say Heather, Fiza and Fana and Mission Kashmir they were funded by terrorist organizations because they were justifying terrorism? And obviously it is written by people who have not seen the film. And they are just they have an agenda and they have a narrative and they want to reinforce that narrative because the film is critical of the current government also. Do you remember before the climax when Bitta is talking what does it say? Can you say that in a funded film? And it is, it is so embarrassing and shameful that a filmmaker has to come and justify himself because they are very powerful people and they want to create an anti-India narrative. Then there is an international political campaign against it a very well-known leftist, far leftist I would say, a far leftist website of India, the day film was released, since then every single day they wrote an article on this film, they never did it before, ever in the past about any film. And their language and these global media players' language is exactly the same, it's just paraphrased but the thought is the same, they blame us of Islamophobia. And this is one issue I very openly, frankly want to talk about. And after that, if you are not convinced, you can ask me as many questions as you want. I categorically put on record that Islamophobic or Islamophobia is being used as a political weapon against my film under an international political conspiracy. The film is actually anti-terrorism. The film does not use even once the word Muslim. The film does not use the word Pakistan or Pakistani. Why do they assume it's anti-Muslim? It's an anti-terrorism film. Why it is not Buddhist phobic? Why it's not Jain phobic? Why it's not Christian phobic? And above all my question is why it is not terror phobic? Why they are shying away from the word terrorism? And why somebody talks about terrorism? Why do they say it's Islamophobic? And why Fiza and Fana and Heather, which were about terrorists, why they were not Islamophobic? Which means, there is a unwritten law that if you justify terrorists, then you are a messiah of humanity. But if you talk against terrorism, you are Islamophobic. Do you understand the design? Just about my film now. The first scene of the film actually is about the brotherhood of Hindus and Muslims without underlining it. A Hindu boy, Shiva is being beaten up by bad people. A good Abdul comes and saves his life. After that, old Pushkarnath, Saves life of Abdul. People who do not know. One of the major. The, in fact the most important producer of this film. Is a Muslim. Is he Islamophobic? Are you saying the person. The Muslim. Who has produced this film. Is Islamophobic. Not even one media person has gone. And researched this and i feel very hurt about this most of our unit was full of muslim our crew most of it was muslim in kashmir 100% of our crew was muslims the one of the most important scenes of the film where you see the hero the protagonist meets another boy and they talk on Shikara. I had requested a Kashmiri Muslim activist from Kashmir Valley to write that scene. I said, you must have representation because in the film, Hero Ask, tell me about Kashmir. Vivek Agnihotri writing that scene will always be half truth. Therefore, I want you to write it. And he wrote the entire scene. I did not even change comma or full stop. That scene we made sure is being enacted by a Kashmiri Muslim activist boy in Kashmir. It's very embarrassing that I have to come and say all these things. But I want to expose these people who use Islamophobia, that jargon, that term as a political weapon against us. In USA, we were there for two months. The film was shown in 16 cities. That entire campaign, that logistics, every single thing of that campaign was led by one person and he is a Muslim. The opening screening, the premiere of this film, the first premiere of this film was done in one of the oldest theatres in New York owned by a Pakistani Muslim. He introduced us on stage. In closing, he hugged us and he said, this is one of the best films he has seen in our, his life and he vows to support this film. Till date, he keeps promoting this film. The song which has become a rage now, hum dekhenge, we bought it from one of the greatest poets of our century, Faiz Ahmed Faiz, from Faiz House in Pakistan. The song before the interval Roche Roche, you have to hear this story so you'll understand about our intentions versus their intentions. I saw a small video 30 second clip by a tourist of a Kashmiri Muslim singer in Pehalgaon. I sent my team we flew him down to Bombay and we recorded that song he has become my brother forever. His name is Noor Muhammad. if you want to do further research. When we were were in Kashmir shooting, we invited all the young Kashmiri boys and girls to understand their point of view. They had dinner with us. It was a big group. The photos are out on social media. Because they had dinner with us. They were threatened. Those girls, Muslim girls had to disappear and fatwa was issued on my name. Am I Islamophobic? You see these people in glasses, these people, they are CRPF people. I have been given security by the intelligence agencies because they fear for my life. Why those eight or nine big producers and directors who made films on Kashmir terrorism, they never had to bother for their life. Which means in this country, if you talk about the pain and suffering of thousands of Kashmiri Hindu victims, your life is threatened. But if you talk or make pro-terrorist films, then you can walk freely anywhere. This is a very sad state of affairs. Today, all world leaders are talking about terrorism everybody is talking against terrorism the biggest threat to humanity is terrorism are they wrong and what really gives me a lot of hope hundreds and hundreds of kashmiri muslim boys and girls are openly writing in favor of this film on social media. You can just, people don't do research, just go and check and you'll find hundreds of them. I keep retweeting. Few days ago, you must have seen my video talking to young Kashmiri boys, Kashmiri Muslim boys and girls. I have never used this term before in my life, Kashmiri Muslim. This is the first time I'm doing it. And I'm feeling very pained and very, very sad. But it is important that I expose the agenda of these foreign players. You must have seen my long conversation with Kashmiri Muslim boys and girls 3-4 days ago. I called them to my room. I sat down with them. We chatted for a long time and then I invited them to join in my next film which they happily did. They were trolled, threatened and they were told if you ever step back in Kashmir you won't be alive. All these Muslim young boys and girls who see hope Who are talking about brotherhood, peace and harmony. This is threatening and rattling these few people. Who have used Islamophobia as their political weapon. To shut anybody who genuinely wants humanity, peace, love and brotherhood. Because they are not interested in healing. They are interested in creating more fault lines. They are interested in creating more conflict. Just so that they can stop. India's rise in the world geopolitical scenario. After this, I leave it to your conscience to judge about our film. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you, Vivek I invite Pallaviji to tell us about what transpired in terms of the film's achievements in the last two months. Pallaviji.
2: Good evening everyone and once again thanks for coming here today. I want to uh, take you through some of the highlights of our film. Everyone knows how the film uh, was received by people but sometimes you know in the course of other things we sometimes forget small little things which are extremely important and that's why I would like to read out a few things to you. The Kashmir Files is the first Indian film based on video testimonials of the first generation victims of Kashmiri Hindu genocide, which is the longest and continuous genocide of a minority community in the history of humanity. The Kashmir Files is perhaps the only mainstream film in the history of cinema, which was shown pre-release to more than 10,000 people across the world, spread over two dozen cities without fearing the commercial repercussions. It is important to mention this because no filmmaker worth his salt would show a film to thousands of people due to the fear of, you know, bad word or mixed reaction that may go out. We were absolutely confident because our film is based on truth and only the truth. These screenings were organized by 36 humanitarian organizations ranging from World Sick Organization to Telugu Association, to Jews Association, to even Physicians Association. 36 organizations with proven track record in public service, spreading the message of peace, loving, love and humanity. This is one achievement every Indian, or actually I would say that every human being can be proud of. The The Kashmir Files is the first Indian film which was given a congressional reception at the capital in the USA. We were also invited to prestigious scholarly academic institutions like the Harvard Club, University of Massachusetts, Georgia Tech University, Universities of Denver and Houston, and Stanford University. We were also invited to the Holocaust Museum in Washington, DC, and Martin Luther King Memorial in Atlanta. I'm extremely proud to inform you that now we are being invited to many prestigious universities in Europe, including Oxford, Cambridge, Warwick University. We are also invited to speak at the British Parliament and many other prestigious places in Netherlands, Germany, Israel, Geneva, where we are invited to address, uh, to talk at the World Human Rights Organizations. Our Europe tour is centered around the theme, India and her role in world peace and humanity. The Kashmir Files, in our knowledge, is the only film from India which has been given proclamations from various states and cities of USA acknowledging and endorsing the inhuman genocide of the Kashmiri Hindus. The Kashmir Files is the most reviewed film on the internet with reviews coming from all across the world, from white Americans, African Americans, Jews, Christians, Muslims, Yazidis, Pakistanis, Buddhists, and people from almost all faiths, ethnicities, and nationalities. And this has reinforced our belief that empathy and humanity cuts across religion and politics. The Kashmir Files has opened up international markets where no Indian film of this size has ever been released. And this wasn't planned by us. It was done on popular demand by the people. And it ran to jam-packed houses in Kenya, Mozambique, Norway, Sweden, Finland, Japan, and even Lithuania and Estonia, where there are hardly any Indians. This truly has become a people's film. And it is still running successfully in its ninth week in the USA. And it has already crossed its million mark long ago. And this is an honor which even the big budgeted top star films can't achieve. The Kashmir (coughs) Files released in one theater in Kerala but by popular demand, increased to 120 screens within a few days and ran full for, all, for over four weeks. Same in Tamil Nadu and Bengal, where Hindi films of this size don't even release. And I must mention here that what really saddens us is the fact that the film made on Kashmir cannot be shown in Kashmir because there are no movie theaters there anymore. And it's a very, very sad commentary. And I hope that humanitarian media would focus on this issue here where, you know, the free speech is curbed in Kashmir. On return on investment basis, the Kashmir Files, as you probably, some of you may know, was made in 15 crores and has done over 350 crores business worldwide and is still running successfully. Also, our tickets were very cheap. But had they been as expensive as the current South Indian blockbusters, then Kashmir Files would have crossed many more milestones. It released in Israel last week and it's running to full house with hundreds of teary-eyed Jews and their reactions are pouring in every day on the internet. It's releasing in the Philippines on the 6th. When When the film released, the IMDB rating was 10 on 10. But then many genocide deniers tried to cancel our ratings And IMDb used some strange formula under pressure and locked our ratings to 8.3. When people kept voting 10 on 10, it still wouldn't increase. Even so, 8.3 is still a very, very high rating. In the history of world cinema, The Kashmir Files is the only film which has found unprecedented honor of becoming a mass movement, where even the poorest of poor have been distributing free tickets to the youth. And this is something that entire humanity can be proud of. And just to give an unprecedented example, Times Square in New York is uh, known to be the most prestigious and the most expensive uh, advertising site. When Vivek and I reached US in, uh, in 2019 for our research, we had seen a hoarding of free Kashmir. And that was the time when we thought to ourselves how good it would be if Kashmir files can be featured on the Times Square. Last year, in uh, November and December, when we showed this film in more than 16 cities, the people who saw the film, the fans of this film, collected money on their own, and for the first time in Times Square, the entire map of Kashmir was shown, then the billboard of uh, uh, the Kashmir files was on, in which you can see the entire map of Kashmir, and never in the history has it happened, because, uh, you know, in the West they always take out which took off both sides this entire map of Kashmir was on full display for two days, 26th January, our Republic Day, and 27th of January. And this was done by all the fans. And I can narrate many firsts, but we should come back to the purpose of this film. The first purpose of making this film was to make the world acknowledge that the genocide of Kashmiri Hindus indeed happened. Acknowledgement is the first step to justice. We achieved it globally and more than we ever expected. Our second purpose was to heal the Kashmiri Hindu community where the real empathy, which is a real empathy and humanity. And you must have seen hundreds of videos where, uh, you know, victims are hugging us and saying that their healing has now begun. But in the end, I did like to read out two letters from the families of two victims whose heart-wrenching stories you have seen in the film. One is, the first one is uh, B.K. Ganju's story where he was killed in a rice drum and his wife was made to eat the blood-soaked rice. And the other of Girja Tiku who was uh, unfortunately gang-raped first and then cut alive on a saw machine. So the first one, is from BK Ganju's family. Respected Vivekji and Pallaviji, my name is Diksha Ganju. I am the daughter of late Sri BK Ganju whose gruesome killing was highlighted in the movie The Kashmir Files, which made people around the world cry. His death was completely horrifying and traumatic for us, especially my mother, who has become a physical wreck after it. We decided to bury this pain in our heart and never talked about it, or even my dad as an act of self preservation. But after 32 years, this movie forced us to relive that pain. It is extremely hard, but at the same time, I believe it is helping us heal. This movie made it possible for us to celebrate my dad's life and sacrifice. I would like to express my gratitude from the bottom of my heart to both of you, as well as the entire Kashmir Files team. It would not have been possible without your efforts. And the second message, is from Girja Tiku's family. We watched your movie today. <clears throat> My late sister, Girja Tiku, was a brave girl and we never discussed or even talked about her at home. The whole family was going through depression and guilt of not being able to do anything for her. Few years back, Sunanda Vashisht spoke about her brutal killing in DC. Now you've showed a sacrifice in this movie. We've started talking about her within our family. Your movie is starting the healing process within the traumatized family, within the traumatized families. And I think this message is probably bigger than Oscar for us. And so now I leave it to your conscience and your good judgment. If this is not healing and humanity, then what is? Thank you very much.
0: Kashmir files ke viruddh kai aakshep lage hain ye bhi bataya gaya hai ki revisionist hai statistics sahi nahi hai aur ab jo genocide keh rahe ho waisa hua nahi tha numbers dekhiye. RTI se ye nikla hai wo nikla hai to in sabhi uh, jo bhi allegations hai for that i would invite uh, shri utpal Kaul. he is an activist a celebrated publisher and the international coordinator of global kashmiri pandit diaspora to address those uh, angles
3: Uh, Namaskar, Uh, thank you very much for uh, coming and Vivek ji, thank you very much for inviting me to talk to media here. Let me uh, at the very first thank on behalf of Kashmiri Pandit community, on behalf of global Kashmiri Pandit diaspora to Vivek Agni ji and (laughs) Pallaviji for this great movie. This has shaken us, this movie has shaken us. It is once again we have seen what happened to our my community in 89 20,000 houses burned, 1,660 people killed in few months, 450 temples burnt and destroyed. And do you think it is not genocide? And what is then genocide? If you talk of my family, I lost my seven family members, seven family members, my friends, and one boy from my office. He was stabbed. If this is not genocide, what is genocide? For last 32 years, we tried our best. We organized nearly 10,000 corner meetings, press conferences, met leaders associations telling us this is genocide please listen to us do some redressal for this genocide we went to national human rights commission and fought there for eight years and thank you very much to his PN uh peace to his soul he fought with us for eight years and at the end the former chief justice of india venkat Chalaya, who was the chairman of human rights commission national human rights commission he said that kashmiri pandits suffered akin to genocide there is no word akin to genocide it is a genocide and i testify my community testify because global kashmiri pandit diaspora kashmiri pandits Gave 750 interviews to Pallaviji and Vivekji and to his team. I guarantee it on behalf of my community that it is 100, 800 persons true. Each and every event, whatever is shown in this film is real. It is not fiction. If I am standing here, sitting here in front of you, it is real. So Kashmir file is real. Every event, everything is real. We tried many times to meet the acclaimed media channels. I may call BBC and CNN and other world channels, Al Jazeera, But they have nothing for us. They wanted to promote separatist narrative, jihadi narrative of Kashmir. They don't want to talk about our genocide, as if we don't exist. But we are 100% educated people. As you know, Kashmiri Pandits are from generations, 100% educated. We challenge them and we'll make sure that this, our story, our genocide, will reach to each and every corner of the world. And I assure Vivek Abenihotri ji said that one million has crossed and one time it will be nearly billion because it is for the first time in India that some this movie has come which is on a topic which people want to know people want to understand what is happening and some people
4: think it is future of India
3: if we don't act now. So Vivek Agni Hotri has done greatest karma, not only for Kashmiri Pandits, Kashmiri Hindus or for Kashmir, but he has done greatest karma for India. Now our big job, I was very much excited when Vivek Agni Hotriji said that we are going to, we are organizing press conference on 5th in Foreign Correspondents Club. I was very much excited that let us now is the opportunity to talk to foreign media who are nearly 100, 200 people here. But I was shocked when he told me that it is cancelled. It is cancelled because of design. They want to promote anti-India narrative. They want to promote anti-Modi narrative. That is not my topic here. My topic is to tell to the world what happened in Kashmir. And it is not only victim, it is real. It is real. And nobody still believes that something like this will happen in this 21st century in civilized world. That uh, our one of our daughters will be cut in Aris, usko with the saw. And four people, my uncle, auntie, they were watching. Papa, they were killed there. Well, don't you think this is genocide? Then what is genocide? What are these foreign correspondents doing here? They cannot see this is drama. If there is a, some incident in village. Somewhere in India, they will play it so big on CNN and on uh, Al Jazeera and other televisions, defaming India. But exodus of half a million people is no story for them. It has no value. Because as if Hindus doesn't exist, as if Kashmiri Pandas doesn't exist, Kashmir is the fountain head of Indian culture for 10,000 years. It has produced Vedas, Upanishads, great Abhinav Gupta. And these foreign correspondents must know that on Abhinav Gupta and Kashmir Shaivism, 100 universities world over are doing research on this, on philosophy or Sarvastivada or Buddhism. But they won't talk about that. They have some design and they want to promote that kind of design which is anti-India. I may say, frankly, anti-Hindu. And so they don't see this our story. If you go on UN Charter, what it says about the genocide and human rights, our case is fit which could be, which could, United Nations could take it. But let all Indian media take the call, I'll unite and expose all these elements who are not doing professional job. It's not professional. A journalist's job or media job is to tell the true story. They should come forward and narrate what happened in Kashmir, how everything collapsed, as Agni Houtariji said, that we even Kashmiris, we never said anything against Muslims in all these 32 years, we never said anything about Islam, but we definitely will say that terrorists, Jati elements are responsible for our genocide is it a joke that half a million people left kashmir so this nation has to rise all media people has to rise and expose these elements who are bent upon defaming india promoting separatists and promoting anti-india narrative thank you very much
0: Thank you, Utpalji. Thirty-two years ago, a genocide was perpetrated against our community. ji, when he was first approached by Global Kashmiri Pandya Diaspora to make this movie, said, you all look so successful, who is going to believe what happened to you? Even today, when you look at so many members of my community here, we all are successful, we rebuilt ourselves, we have been resilient. But there are tears unshed behind our smiles. There has been no opportunity for collective grieving and healing. PTSD is rampant in our community and there is much more in terms of the impact on physiology and psychology of the entire community, individuals and the group. I'd request Dr. Shifalika Kothwal, who is joining us from the United Kingdom today to talk about those aspects. Shifalika ji. Uh,
5: thank you Dimple. Uh, firstly, thank you all for coming here in such huge numbers. Uh, as Dimple said, I'm the GKPD coordinator for uh, United Kingdom. Now, when ji said that he's going to hold a press conference uh, with foreign correspondents, um, I was very happy, t- to be honest, because I thought, okay, this is our opportunity to talk collectively to the foreign media. Now, as GKPD's media coordinator as well, I can't tell you how much time we spend every day refuting all these allegations by the foreign media, whether it's Washington Post or the Times or the BBC, because every day there's an article coming, this movie is untrue, this didn't happen, this is Islamophobic. And because we've taken it upon ourselves to collectively refute every single allegation, so that's why I was happy that together we'll, uh, we'll answer all their questions. But that wasn't to be. Not that I hold uh, the foreign media in any special regard. You know, we have stalwarts like Manoj here. You know, I was 18 when I was reading his articles in 1990. He was one of the very few correspondents, I must say, who who covered it. So when we have stalwarts like him, we don't need foreign press. But but like Utpalji said, we were happy. Okay, let's together answer all the difficult questions. And we were looking forward to it. And then we got the shocker that they have cancelled it. And then we got another shocker that our own press club has cancelled it as well. But anyway, that's in the past. We are here to, uh, today, and you all are here. And this is our chance to talk about it. Now, um, as Dimple said, I am a psychiatrist by profession. You know, ours is a traumatized community. We are, uh, you know, you, you see us sitting here. You know, we've got high-end jobs, some of us, and we are all over the world. But that that was in, in Majburi, you know, when you are thrown out of your homeland, what do you do? You know, I went to United Kingdom to, to get my um, uh, specialist training. Someone went to US, someone went to Australia. What do you do when you're thrown out of your home overnight? But I was still the lucky one. You know, unlike Utpalji, I didn't lose my first, you know, by my parents or my brothers. But I have friends who, whose father was hacked into 50 pieces and thrown in the dustbin. So I have grown up, I have lived my life being blighted. My entire life is blighted by these stories, if I can tell you. And then as a psychiatrist, you know, I'm, okay, I'm in a foreign country. PTSD is a very well-recognized phenomenon, especially in the West. It's not that recognized here. But our community, we have got something called collective PTSD. You know, it's, it's impossible not to have PTSD when you, are, when you have gone through what we all have gone through. So it is almost impossible to come out of this trauma unscathed. And that's what has happened to us. Now, Vivek Chi obviously we are indebted to him for life. You know, the reason is for 32 years, nobody talked about it. There was media whitewash. Nobody wrote about it, nobody talked about it. As individuals, we were left, you know, I have written books on it. I mean, not major books, but I've published books. We talked about my stories. It's only because as an individual I took it upon myself that I need to let the world know. But there was no help coming you know, from filmmakers or major foreign correspondents or whatever, or Indian press. And now we have someone who has been brave enough to write, to talk about us, to, to make a film on us. You know, this is a, this is a watershed moment for our community. And that's why you see us, you know, you see us following him around, you know, he's like a, like a messiah for us. So he has a press conference, if I had to come, I was here on holiday anyway, but if I had to come from London to accompany him, I would have come. Because this is our investment in the movie, because like I said, for the first time in 32 years, this has happened to us. Now coming back to my specialization, you know, I guess I said collective PTSD is real, you know. And one of the things in PTSD, what you have to do, you have to talk about it. You know, that is, the, that is the healing process. You have to talk about it, but you have to talk about it in a safe space and amongst people who, are, who empathize with you, not people who are hostile to you. So you just heard uh, Palviji read the letter. So we've had thousands of people like uh, uh, Mr. Ganju's daughter who have now, now come out and who are now telling us their story 32 years later. Now, the least the media or whatever foreign media can do is to give them a, space, a safe space to talk about it. And not every time someone says, oh, this happened to me, someone jumps on them and says, no, this didn't happen to you. No, this, this is all fiction. And the whole thing about the vilifying a particular community, that, that I think is laughable. Because nowhere in the movie, any community has been vilified, all it has shown is the truth. Yeah? So again, coming back to what has happened to us, thank you all for coming today, you know, providing us, thank you to, firstly to Vivekji, of course, for providing us this safe space to talk about this. Now, the least the media can do is to support us now. You know, all you don't have to do some miracles. All you need to do is to say, yes, you have told your story. It is a true story. You have our support in whatever way. I mean. 32 years is a long time you know for for things like this what can what has happened has happened you know And there's no resolution for us But all every people can do is to is to support us and that you all have come here That is a big thing for us and foreign correspondents if there's anyone here who's from a foreign media Please do come out and ask the questions you know it's not about Islamophobia you don't say oh well Jews there was Germanophobia or whatever you know people talk about Bosnia has a, you know uh, bosnia, Croatia. People just tell their stories so the, uh, so when there's any atrocities anywhere in the world, the forest co- correspondents just run there, they cover the story, they talk about it their debates, so I find it really hard to understand why people are trying to whitewash it now, I know the reason for that. the reason is because there's this thing about India you know. You can't criticize India. You know, we are at the ruling at the top of the world. You know Coming from United Kingdom, I can tell you we are doing extremely well in all spheres, whatever, finance, economy, whatever. So this is the easiest thing. You know This is like a low-hanging fruit in India to, to talk about this Hindu-Muslim binary. It does not exist, certainly not in the movie. But I think the foreign media just picks upon because it's the easiest thing to talk about that will talk about this and vilify India. So I find, I don't even talk about it, Vivekji, obviously, he has talked about it uh, a lot, but it's it's kind of laughable, we should totally avoid talking about it, yes, but what we should really do, we should talk about our story, you know, you are our voices now, because we are a very minuscule community, we are, you know, we are, and then we are spread, we are spread across 15 countries or 20 countries, wherever, so... So people of India are going to be our voice now, and this is what the movie has done. It has exponentially, collectively raised our voice. I mean, Utpalji is a publisher. He has written books on it. He has he has spent his whole life uh, talking about it. But the movie has done much more. Movie has collectively, the world is now talking about us. There are obviously. A few you know CNN Washington they will come up with negative published any narrative which says that the movie is fake as a community collectively we are disowning this movie okay so, so that's the thing I wanted to say as part of uh, GKPD we are the intellectual research partners of the movie as Dimple has said we have been with Vivekji through this journey of the last four years and we are here now we are grateful Grateful is a very small word for us to say for Vivek Ji. So it's much more, much more than gratitude. I mean, Vivek Ji is still touring. He's going to come to United Kingdom uh, next month. He'll speak to parliamentarians there. It's because of him now we have got a voice. I mean, who's going to listen to me? If I tell my story, you know, not even five people are going to listen to me. But if there's a movie, and to a super hit movie by a reputed filmmaker, thousands of people are going to listen to, to it. And that's, that's been the success. Thank you all for coming.
0: We will now begin with
6: the question and answer session. First of all, my gratitude and the gratitude of the nation that you have done this phenomenal work, which we needed. And for some reason, unfortunately for 32 years, it was blocked. Uh, You have done a service which cannot be described in words. The trauma that uh, you have just talked about, in fact, when I was the first journalist of the world to do my first story in July, June 89, it was uh, done in July 89 in Stra. 89, six months before the exodus, the genocide, that terrorism will erupt in Kashmir. And since at that time, CNN and uh, New York Times and Time and others had not done this story, or even the media here in India had not done the story, I was left alone. Despite all the proof that I gave in the story, I was completely standing alone. So it gave an opportunity to Dr. Farooq Abdullah, the then chief minister, to come to Delhi, meet the prime minister Rajiv Gandhi, meet the home minister Buta Singh, and tell them that Manoj is telling a lie and he should be arrested. Five months later, Rubaiya got kidnapped. Then, terrorism was formally announced. The next month, this exodus happened. Now, if anyone asks, ki this baat sahih hai, ki ghalat hai, toh kiewal itna hi mein kehna chaatah hoon, baakhi toh aap add karenge, mein kiewal itna kehna chaatah hoon ki, बत्तीस साल से एक पूरी की पूरी कम्युनिटी अपना घर, अपनी नौकरियाँ, अपने बाग-बगीचे, अपने बच्चों की पढ़ाई, अपना सब कुछ छोड़ के कश्मीर घाटी से बाहर आ गई है और वापस नहीं जा पा रही है, ये कोई मामूली डर की वजह से संभव है ही नहीं। जब तक इतना ज़्यादा karan nahi hoga ki wo raat mein sapna bhi aa jaye ki wapas ja rahe hain to unka pasina aa jaye aur unka khauf se unki aankh phul jaye jab tak itni dehshat nahi hogi tab tak itna bada exodus ho hi i
7: am from sangam talks it's a youtube channel and uh, first of all big thanks to you for this movie and as they say that uh, art represents reality and uh, Bollywood is something which portrays reality, but as you mentioned in the beginning of your press conference, that there are films like Mission Kashmir and Fizza and Roja, which kind of justify terrorism and justify the terrorists' acts. So I just wanted to know that why isn't the truth shown till now? And uh, it actually is the kind of interpretation of the director or the producer. That's very sad. So your opinion on that and secondly with this film Kashmir Files because we've kind of heard that Bollywood is very number driven and so is there a churn in Bollywood now towards kind of listening to people what they want and the truth so what is the churn you have seen
1: you don't you don't need a churn in Bollywood you need a churn in our society if we start appreciating aesthetics if we start appreciating art and we challenge Indian cinema to produce more content-driven cinema, Bollywood or not Bollywood, everything will change. That's my answer.
8: Vivekji, I am Pranap Prakhar from Vision Television World. I am an independent journalist. Uh, two, three questions. Uh, one is what you have been uh, talking about, the international uh, publications. Uh, UNHRC has not recognized uh, Kashmiri Pandits exodus as refugee. Is that the reason that you see the the wrongs that have been made over the decades is being camouflaged now through the eyes of a uh, religious Hindu-Muslim divide in the film? That is one question. Second is uh, you talked about the few uh, publications, international publications. Does that mean the 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 uh, the shareholding pattern of these international publications needs to be? highlighted, talked about, and exposed. Is that the reason why your film is getting uh, that kind of a slant in some sections of the media? Thank you very much.
1: Okay, so there are lots of questions here. Um, See, uh, human rights commissions generally work on the popular narrative, which is shown by the global media. Everybody is a hu- let's understand one thing. Okay, it's, it's, it's not rocket science. Your profession can be anything. But basically we are all human beings. We work on perceptions. And this entire fight is about creating perceptions and narratives. A narrative has been created that Hindus are majority and therefore they can never be victims. In fact, they victimize minorities. Now, since when this narrative has emerged... Why the word Islamophobia wasn't there when 9-11 happened? It's a recent phenomenon. If you understand, American politics works with lobbying. And I have no shame in saying, if you pay $5,000, you can meet any senator. Another few thousand dollars, he will tweet, for whatever reason, doesn't matter whatever it is, if it is not very uh, offensive, he'll tweet in your favor. Pay a few hundred thousand dollars or million dollars, he'll become your activist. American politics works on lobbying. Few days ago when Elon Musk, on Twitter, offered to buy Twitter, who was the first person who came out and raised objection? Everybody thought Twitter is an American company. But who was the first person who came out and raised very strong objection? the prince of Saudi Arabia. Do you know how many million dollars Qatar gives to New York Times? When I was in US, I was told 50 million dollars were donated to New York Times. In our own country, there are free, there are few uh, anti-India websites who funds them. When you play this kind of Muslim victimization your funding channels become smoother this is my understanding i am not saying it's truth because i know a lot of people would uh use my words in a different context this is my understanding and it is based on experience in usa so this is the reason united nations or other human uh, rights organizations say that now the good news this is the bad news the good news is because there was no narrative there was no imagery. When you say Kashmiri Hindu genocide, there were few clips of uh, Manojji on YouTube which not anybody would go see unless for educational purposes. There was nobody knew about this collectively. But after the film came, I've been getting call from Geneva when Pallavi said Geneva. She didn't want to mention it because it's in correspondence. We Very soon you will find us standing over there. We have been invited by human uh, rights uh, uh, organizations yeah, human rights organization, we are going there, they want to see our film and we are speaking over there. In lots of places, why would British parliament, parliamentarians would want to talk to us? Oxford Union, so many people, Shashi Tharoor saab was there, he spoke over there, chitambram saab spoke over there. So many senior politicians have gone and spoken over there, but not even one of them made a case for India. In fact, they went and reconfirmed the artificial and the fake manufactured fault lines which were created by the foreign media. They went and reconfirmed them because they were upset with the local politics. Everybody cannot be Atal Bihari Bajpayee. I'm sorry to say that, but the questions you asked, basically this is the reason. India does not allow lobbying so our people, our diplomats they cannot do lobbying. The minute India opens up lobbying, you will find that they will start speaking in our favor.
8: My name is Chandan Pandha, I am from the team of Genki Baad. Where are you? I am from the team of Genki Baad. My team is the leader of Pardiv Bhandari. My is that film a lot of assurance, or a head campaign film pay at daily film, the daily आपके आलोचक जो हैं जो आपके एंटी वाले हैं वो ये कह रहे हैं कि आपने जो पेस क्लब पे जो आरोप लगाए हैं वो तथ्यात्मक रूप से गलत हैं और आपने तथ्यात्मक रूप से तथ्य उनका जो गलत है आपका वो आपके आलोचक कह रहे हैं और आपने सिर्फ ये मीडिया में और खबरों में बने रहने के लिए आप
1: ऐसा कर, आप आप उन, ये आप लोग अगर दे दे हैं हमारी टीम के लोग हैं, मैं सारी कोरस्पोंडेंस, सारे व्हाट्सएप, सारी receipts, हमने पैसे नहीं है, receipt हमारे पास कोई, हम में बात नहीं कर रहे हैं, सब जानते थे हैं, uh, that's why people are here, तो वो सारा का सारा factual है, और मैंने नहीं प्रेस foreign correspondent क्लब के, लोगों ने ही ट्वीट किया मेरी कोई पर्सनल दुश्मनी किसी से नहीं है तो आई एम जस्ट मुझे ऐसा लगता है कि आज इस दुनिया में पत्रकारिता दो तरह से डिवाइड हो गई है और मैं ऐसे ही नहीं बोल रहा हूं मैं पत्रकारिता का स्टूडेंट रहा हूं। मैंने अपना पोस्ट ग्रेजुएशन इंडियन इंस्टीट्यूट of मास से किया है बाद में मैंने एडवर्टाइजिंग ज्वाइन की तो मैं कुछ जानता हूं उसके बारे में तो मैं ऐसे हवा में बात एक वो लोग हैं जो फील्ड में जाके तथ्यों को पता करते हैं सत्य को पता करते हैं और लोगों के सामने फैक्ट्स प्रस्तुत करते हैं जो एक पत्रकार का काम होना चाहिए और एक दूसरे तरह के जो पत्रकार हैं वो नैरेटिव पहले क्रिएट करते हैं और बाद में कोई अगर बहुत पूछे तो कुछ फैक्ट्स भी आपके सामने रख देते
3: हैं
1: मेरा अपना विचार है, ये यूनिवर्सल नहीं कह रहा हूं और अगर आप मुझे जानते हैं सालों से मैं
7: uh, I'm Sansruti from Earshot. Uh, we're oh? Earshot, it's a podcasting company. Uh, so, the first thing I want to say is that um, after a lot of us from my generation at least have seen your movie, a lot of people who were on the other side of the realm have moved now and opened their eyes to something that they weren't able to see. So, firstly, thank you for that. I want to ask one thing that um, First of all, did you think this movie will explode the way it did? It wasn't a very commercial mainstream movie. Nobody thought this movie would do a 200 crore for us. Is that something you ever
0: thought of?
1: Not at this scale, honestly speaking, okay. but uh, we, we had faith. If we did not have faith, why would we work for four years? We thought, and it is for us, it was not just a movie. It's a part of a long mission and we have not stopped. As I talk to you, we are making a docu-series which puts all the sides, all kinds of history and facts together about Kashmir. Mm-hmm. So we didn't know. We didn't know that it will unite Indians world over the way it did. That I didn't know. I knew that there will be allegations of Islamophobia and all that. it's politics. So I knew everything, but I didn't know that people will sorry. Bolenge. Just to give you an example, in uh, America, there are many videos where when the white people or the black people after seeing the film they came out, hmm. whichever Indian they saw, they didn't know if Kashmiri है Indians Kashmiri. Bolte hai. They went up to them, hugged them and they said we are sorry.
9: Wait, sir, before uh, I mean, Kashmir files launched, Kashmiri Kashmiri Sir, is sab कश्मीर फाइल्स लॉन्च होने के बाद हम कई कश्मीरी पंडित जो है उनके परिवारों से मिले तो उनके तरफ से मैं सबसे पहले आपको बहुत-बहुत धन्यवाद कहना चाहूंगा लगातार वो कह रहे थे कि कभी भी विवेक अग्निहोत्री जी से मुलाकात होती है तो उनको धन्यवाद कहें और एक मेरा सवाल ये है कि आपकी फिल्म में जैसे
10: Sir, is the film going to pass this No. Sir, I am victim of genocide. I am Kashmiri Pandit and a victim of genocide myself. I have been thrown out of Kashmir in 1990 and in May I came from Kashmir. Now, we have been in the camp. और वो बिल्कुल उस सूरत में रह रहे हैं कि उनका मतलब दिस इज नॉट लाइफ ऑफ ए बीइंग्स जिस हिसाब में अभी वो रह रहे हैं वो हमारे कैंप जगती में है जहां पर 5000 फैमिली वहां पर रह रहे हैं देयर इज नो सैनिटेशन इज नो द और मेरा एक यह सवाल है मीडिया से कि आज तक 32 साल हो गए हैं आज तक मीडिया कश्मीरी हिंदू के बारे में क्यों नहीं बोला और यह क्या बोल क्या आप बोल सकते हैं जबकि हकीकत जो थी हमारे कश्मीरी पंडितों की जबते विवेक अग्निहोत्री ने अपने फिल्म के द्वारा यह जो हकीकत थी कश्मीरी पंडितों के साथ जो जेनोसाइड हुआ है आप सारे वर्ल्ड ने देखा है आप कब इंसाफ दिलाओगे हम कश्मीरी पंडितों को क्योंकि आप यू आर द आप ऑफ द डेमोक्रेसी ऑफ इंडिया मुझे आपसे उम्मीद बहुत है कि आप जो हमारे लोग जिम्मेदारी करते थे फार्मर्स थे no, 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 न सेंट्रल नही do न किया अब not मीडिया, मीडिया पीपल do that. कैसे
1: प्लीज प्लीज do डू Sir, ठीक है ठीक है do not do that.
4: विवेक सर राजेश फ्रॉम दिल्ली 99 Sir मेरा सवाल ये है कि आ, आज Kashmir, सर अगर हम in Kashmir, कश्मीर में तो हमारे the हमारा army, कश्मीर है वहाँ in Delhi, he had been in the same part of the Hindus, वहाँ से कश्... दूसरे पार्ट से खबरें Hindus, हमारे जो been in the same part of the Hindus, he had been in तो आप क्या कहेंगे अभी तक ये सिलसिला 32 सालों से रुका नहीं है जो हिंदुओं के ऊपर कश्मीर में चल रहा है क्या इस पार्ट में हो चाहे दूसरे पार्ट में अभी भी जारी है दूसरा मेरा सवाल सर ये है कि दिल्ली से भी एक आवाज जब मूवी चल रही थी तो उस दिनों में सुनने को मिली कि आपने इतने जो 250 कमाने को जो आपकी अर्निंग्स थी उसको लेकर भी सवालिया हमारे सीएम के द्वारा उठाए तो काफी शॉकिंग था उसके बारे में आपसे भी हम सुनना चाहेंगे कि उनको क्या देना
1: नहीं ये इसका जवाब देने की जरूरत भी नहीं है क्योंकि जो फिल्म बिजनेस को नहीं जानते वो ऐसे अनइन्फॉर्म्ड सवाल कर सकते हैं फिल्म के जो रेवेन्यूज होते हैं पूरे वर्ल्ड के बिजनेस एक ही तरह से होता है जो आप फिगर सुनते हैं दीस आर ग्रॉस फिगर देखिए पहली बात तो ये समझ लीजिए कि फिल्म का बिजनेस कैसे होता उस थोड़ा रिसर्च करना सारी दुनिया जो आप सुनते हैं पहली बात आपको शायद मैं वर्ड यूज करूं पहली ऐसी हिंदी फिल्म है जहां पे जी स्टूडियोज हमारे बीच में कॉन्शियस डिसीजन हुआ था उनके यहां पे बड़े सीनियर एग्जीक्यूटिव भी हैं कि राइट टू जस्टिस पे फिल्म है एक-एक पैसा जो है वो रिपोर्ट किया जाए जनरली फिल्म इंडस्ट्री का ये होता है कि सौ है। और हमारा टिकट अगर 300 रुपए का था तो ये साउथ इंडिया की फिल्मों की जो आजकल बात चल रही है वो 17 1700 रुपए के थे अगर हमारे 1000 रुपए के होते तो इसका फिगर उनसे कहीं बहुत ज्यादा होता भारत में एक जो सबसे सक्सेसफुल फिल्म है उसको तीन सवा तीन करोड़ लोग देखते हैं ये दुख भी बात 130 करोड़ लोगों की कंट्री में लोग देखते हैं हमारी फिल्म को लगभग करोड़ लोगों ने देखा है और जिनकी आज बहुत चर्चा हो रही Media phase value my name is ritika jain i work with boom it's a fact checking boom
0: it's a fact
4: checking
0: website i'm here to fact check a claim we have got this message uh, which says that kashmir files the makers of kashmir files have donated 200 crores to the pm cares fund i just want to confirm whether that's true or false
1: I mean, if you have any common sense, you can fact check yourself. I don't have to answer that. Because how can I give 200 crore rupees? Which producer gets 200 crore rupees out of it's 200 okay, crore? I mean, this is a very, it's like some asking somebody. Somebody has said, A for Apple nai hota B for Apple hota fact check kar rahi hai iska. Yeh koi baat hui. 200 crore rupees ja business hota it's a gross figure. So that's a... No, how can... Aray, yeh sawali nai utta aap yeh sawal poochhi nahi hai.
10: Because we have I'm sorry, I, we I, have I mean, to then you do your own
1: research. I mean, you don't know how to fact check. No, no, what I'm, I'm trying mean. to say is, when somebody says 200 uh, crore rupee business, it simply means that the producer will get only 30 or 40 percent of that, out of which ultimately you will end up getting only 10 on 15 percent of that. The laws of all business in the world are the same. If you don't know the difference between revenue and the profits, then how, I mean, uh, why should I mean, fact check
9: Vivek Ji, in DD News. Namaskar uh, PCI और जो एफसीसी क्लब को लेकर जो कंट्रोवर्सी हुई मैंने कल उस पर कार्यक्रम किया था और मैंने उसमें पत्रकारों को ही बुलाया था लेकिन बड़े दुर्भाग्य की बात है प्रेस क्लब ऑफ इंडिया और एफसीसी क्लब की से कोई भी उनके मैनेजमेंट का मेरे शो में आने के लिए तैयार नहीं हुआ सबने कहा सवाल करते हैं तो हमें भी सवालों का सामना करने के लिए तैयार होना चाहिए लेकिन जो पत्रकार एक वरिष्ठ आए थे जब शो शुरू हुआ तो ब्रेक में उन्होंने बाकायदा प्रेस क्लब ऑफ इंडिया के जो चेयरमैन है प्रेसिडेंट हैं उनको फोन किया और फोन करने के बाद उन्होंने मुझे कहा कि मैंने अभी-अभी बात उसका भी इसी तरह से जो है लास्ट मिनट पर उसकी प्रेस कॉन्फ्रेंस भी रद्द कर दी गई तो आपको क्या लगता है कि क्या अब दोबारा मौका लगेगा तो आप जाएंगे वहां
1: <laughs> देखेंगे पता नहीं कुछ कह नहीं सकते
11: गुड इवनिंग विवेक जी एंड पलवी जी so I cannot doubt कि आपने जो बनाया है वो क्योंकि वो हमारे साथ बीता हुआ है और ये अपनी fraternity में रोजी जो आप फिल्म के लिए के जेल रहे वो अपनी fraternity में ही मैं उसको I can understand वो मैं खुद ही जेल रही हूँ तो मेरा ये actually आपने uh, अभी research work की बात की आपने बहुत research किया I know it क्योंकि मेरा बेटा Rahul वकील K Y M me and aapke uh, uski uh, instagram instagram pe chat it was a talk instagram talk So, tha to mera ye hai muslims ke kafi research work tha film mein kahin na to give them credit ki itna research work kiya thoda de dete film unka kuch cast
1: this is my question. <laughs> the film, I I am guilty. I am guilty. I am guilty. guilty. I am guilty. I am guilty. I am guilty. I I am guilty. I am guilty. I am guilty. I am guilty. When I am guilty, I am Un Gujarth a un sablo go Mara gaya make a could discriminate come up to me Jati or Dhar more majority or minority or just go Mara gaya Hey, what victim victim hota?
2: Yeah, uh, congratulations to all of you. My name is Tripti Naath. I'm an independent journalist I would like to ask I think one of the panelists one of the esteemed panelists mentioned that it's a pity that Kashmir doesn't have cinema halls and at a time when this movie is making a mark globally, uh, this is something that we should really take note of. Isn't it about time that the filmmakers—I mean, very influential filmmakers like you—should put some kind of, maybe not pressure, persuade the government to have some cinema halls going? In fact, some states in Northeast also don't have cinema halls.
1: There's a reason uh, Northeast doesn't have, for logistical reasons because they don't get enough people to see the film. In Kashmir, people want to see the film and uh, all the cinema halls were shut down and destroyed. In 1996, one cinema hall opened, but then bullets were fired there, people were killed, and after that, no cinema hall is there. And it is for the media to raise these questions about free speech in Kashmir.
10: Vivekji, good evening. My name is Avinash Agrawal, and I am from a Japanese newspaper. I hope that won't be held against me. So asking a general question, uh, so, what do you think about the relations between Hindus and Muslims? How can we improve the relations so that the traditional Ganga Jamni Tajib can be there for
1: all? Wonderful question. I I see. I I'll answer in two parts, and I'll just say what I feel and believe. Number one, on day-to-day life, if you see, there is no problem between Hindus and Muslims. In my film, all Muslims work here. I don't care who's a Muslim, who's a Hindu. I don't judge you. Whether a Hindu is asking me a question or a Muslim. On day-to-day basis, we intermingle. The diversity interacts with each other and there is no problem. The problem comes when the narrative builders start categorizing people in terms of majority and minority. You have to know in India there are seven or eight states where Hindus are in minority. In Punjab, Sikhs are in majority, but in other states they are in minority. It's a complex country. To divide the country on the lines of Western definitions of majority and minority are wrong. The day you stop using the word majority and minority, when we have uniform civil court, when we look at human beings as human beings and not majority and minority, that day there will be no problem, no conflict.
10: Vivek Ji, my name is Pankaj Yadav and uh, I also work for a foreign media. I want to know from you after this, all this controversy about FCC of South Asia, are you contemplating or are you planning to approach the government of India for any kind of an action against this club because your right for freedom of speech and expression has been infringed upon. Thanks.
1: No, that's not my job. And I'm not an activist, uh, media activist or anti-media activist. I have no fight with media. I have nothing against media. I love media. Some of my best friends are from media. And I always go to media institutes and talk very highly about media professionals. I see that how young boys and girls, not just young but middle-aged also, how in heat, in such difficult conditions they travel all over India at meager salaries and they get bad name because of few uh elite studio journalists who basically try to divide the society and for that all media is being uh, uh victimized or penalized. So I have great respect for media but what I think media is not how the world sees media. So it's for somebody else to do it. Uh,
9: sir, Namaskar. My name Ashutosh Pandya. my Hindustan Samachar. Se hu. सर जब आपकी फिल्म आई उस समय एक, एक बीच में कंट्रोवर्सी शुरू हो गई कि आपको स्क्रीन्स बहुत कम मिल रहे हैं आपने एक अच्छी फिल्म बनाई है बहुत सारे अच्छे डायरेक्टर्स अब इस तरह की फिल्में लेकर आएंगे तो क्या स्क्रीन मिलना ऐसे छोटे मतलब छोट, कम बजट की फिल्मों को क्या वो जर्नी रही ये इसके बारे में थोड़ा सा जानना चाहूंगा दूसरी सर, आपको देखकर बहुत सारे लोगों का बीपी बहुत जाता है या किसी का बहुत जाता है तो आप
1: देखिए थैंक यू वेरी मच आपका बहुत-बहुत धन्यवाद आप जो डिम्पल जी मुझसे बोलती हैं और पल्लवी जी बोलती हैं वो भी हैं आपने बोल दिया तो इनको और ताकत दे दी अब मेरा जीना दूबर हो जाएगा पर जहाँ तक स्क्रीन्स की बात है तो देखिए इस देश में फिल्म अच्छी है कि बुरी ये फिल्म के इन को बेड एक्टिंग को और बेड स्टोरीज को एंपावर कर दिया है और उनको हम इतना हिट कर देते हैं कि लोगों को लगता है यही साइज तरीका है फिल्म बनाने का तो मुझे किसी से कोई शिकायत नहीं है ऐसे में मेरी फिल्में पांच-छह नेशनल विनिंग एक्टर्स थे पर नेशनल अवॉर्ड विनिंग but the film of this film has increased at least a few times, that if a non-starter film and its content is good, then the so-called Bollywood will also think about it in less screens. So this is a positive thing.
10: Why are Kashmiri pundits not asking for ITB status,
9: internally displaced person status for themselves? That's
10: my question.
3: I told you that uh, we went to National Human Rights Commission, uh, asking them that declare genocide of Kashmiri Pandits and also redressal. But then we put second application that was that we should be… We are not basically because if we see the UN Charter and other things, they won't say we are refugees. We say We are refugees in our own country but government says that you are migrants and we say that migrants are basically birds. We are not migrants, we are internally displaced uh, displaced communities and we gave this application to human rights commission because we thought we will say to the government whether the government what they will do but we have done it and even we fought
7: for it. Thank you. Hi, this is shrishti Anand from Cinema Beast and my question is for Vivek Ji. Vivek Ji, tell us next project, the
1: Delhi Files, what about the Delhi Files? The Delhi, Delhi Files is about it and it's about it. It's about it and it's about it and the it But before Delhi Files, I have Delhi I And uh, I don't want to be just a bad news messenger. Uh, my next film is about uh, one of the greatest achievement of humanity and that achievement is from the land of India. And I promise you, once you see that film, you'll be very proud of being an Indian. Uh,
7: I'm Vartika from Amarujala. My sawal as a director has to ask Producer and director, मुझे ये पूछना है कि uh, cinema में जो अभी changes आ रहे हैं, अभी Bollywood के फिल्म में उतना uh, blockbuster hit साबित नहीं हो रही हैं, जितनी South की फिल्म में हो रही हैं। अगर हम March का डाटा देखें और April का डाटा देखें, तो तो Kashmiri है, जिसने उस data में contribute किया है। तो हम किस तरफ जा रहे हैं? मतलब content king है? कि हम आरआर की मूवी के तरफ लार्जर लार्जर दन लाइफ वाला जो फिल्म्स हैं उसकी तरफ जा रहे हैं
1: मुझे तो ऐसा लग रहा है हम कश्मीर की तरफ जा रहे हैं
9: सो so, आप सबका बहुत-बहुत धन्यवाद थैंक यू वेरी मच गुड नाइट